0: This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast, Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, bonus episode, 6 Centimeter.
1: On this spoilerific bonus episode, I review the April 30th show in Orono, Maine, at Collins Center for the Arts, from Weird Al's 2022, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, Ill-Advised Vanity Tour.
0: It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird
1: Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and
0: Ethan's
1: 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's
0: 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Well, this is exciting. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This one's going to be a little bit different because this is an Ethan-only show. I'm here just to kind of learn all about the show <laughs> the same time that you guys are. I know nothing about this show. I'm back in New Jersey. Ethan's somewhere up in Maine. Somewhere. and uh, <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> and uh, so Ethan's going to tell us all about his adventures today. I don't, I don't even know where to... I guess, uh, where do you want to start, Ethan? Well, um, <clears throat> before we get into anything, I, I don't—I'm not going to answer
1: it, but I'm just curious, Dave. What are you most uh, curious about from the concert? Is it the um, the cover song? You know, what what is the one question
0: if you could ask early <laughs> that you would ask? Well, I mean, the cover song—I certainly would like to know what that is because that's going to be different every show, and I'd also like to know if there's any new songs that have not been performed at any of the three previous shows that I had been at. And I do want to know, in the u- unlikely event, if uh, our podcast theme song was covered <laughs> again. What if Al only, what if Al does it again, but only
1: on shows that you're not at? <laughs> 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 and what if he he sings it, it's Ethan's 2000 Inch <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that would be acceptable
0: if right. i'm not there he's allowed to remove my name from the theme <laughs>
1: no then it well yeah then it would be a different version and it kind of is exciting yes, exactly. anyway um anyway uh <laughs> well <laughs> we'll answer all those questions dave in due time um those are those are great things those are probably what i would be wondering as well um so <clears throat> I got up in the morning, and and your car was gone, Dave, so I assume you got up before I did. Um, Actually, I forgot to set my alarm. I just thankfully woke up in time to not get charged for uh, (laughs) late (laughs) checkout. Uh, Woke up, I hit the road, and uh, it took me a little bit longer than... Normal, Uh, So it was supposed to be like a five-hour drive. And it took me maybe closer to six just with – I took a couple stops just to keep myself awake and um, grab lunch and bathroom breaks and that kind of stuff. Um, And so I made it up and I uh, checked in to my um, motel. And uh, it's right on the river. So I actually have a really nice view. It's a a pretty decent-looking place, definitely like an older – type um, motel. So there's like a little kitchenette uh, part of it. Um, The AC doesn't work, which if you know me, I I want my AC pumping even in the middle of winter. So uh, (laughs) a little bummed about that, but it's a nice little place. um, And uh, I didn't spend too much time here. Um, I did want to mention on my way up, uh, it was a long and boring ride (laughs) up to Orno, And (laughs) yeah. You know, I, I left from Seekonk, outside of New Bedford, um, and originally I was not going to be doing this show. And I think I explained on a, a different centimeter that it was added kind of last minute for me. Um, and right. unsurprisingly, most most other people we know did not decide to make the trek. The only person for sure that I knew was going to be at the show was Jeremy Samples, and we know that he is a nut. <laughs> I think he would be willing to agree that he is a nut. He goes to so many shows. Um, as far as I know, he has the record for most number of shows. So um, so this was a no brainer for him. Um, so he was the only one I, I knew was actually going to go. Nobody else from Northeast that I was aware of that we're friends with. Um, so on my way up though, I did uh, make a note and I, I saved it as an audio recording to remind myself as I was driving like on the the interstate I went under a bridge for old Alfred Street and then um oh. <laughs> not too much later I went under the bridge for Alfred Street. <laughs> so uh <laughs> just figured I had to mention that. Um and then when I came to check in here um you know, the lady sees that I'm from New York and she's like, what are you doing all the way up here? It's like, oh, I'm here to see Weird Al show. She's like, from New York. Ah! She's like, it's, it's so funny. I was like, yeah, this is actually my fourth <laughs> time seeing him. I'm going to be seeing him a total of 36 times this tour. And uh, she she calls her son over, who is like, I guess, in the back. She's like, he's going to 36 Weird Al shows. Ah! It was so, <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, I don't make fun of your lame motel. Um, although maybe I should now. <laughs> no, wow. it, was, it was fine. It was fine. Actually, um, it was funny because her son um, was going to the same show, and he'd never seen Al before. Um Oh, cool. And I, I sort of have heard this from people who are more casual fans. They aren't sure if they're going to really like the show because they just – they hear that there's no parodies. And they're like, well, that's the only right. thing Weird Al does. So what is the show going to be? So he actually asked me. He's like, is it going to be funny? And I was like, trust me. <laughs> it is going to be really <laughs> funny. And you are going to recognize more of the songs than you think you're going to. and uh mm-hmm. I haven't checked out yet, and I haven't heard any follow up, so I don't know. Uh, hopefully, he had a good time. But based on the audience response tonight, uh, I'm assuming he had a good time because it was a, a very uh, loud and um, excited
0: audience. Um, Great. Right. So I, I headed in. Well, hopefully, yes. Hopefully, he did have a good time. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> very, very cool to run into people locals who you know are just you know. We're going to go to the same concert that you are because you know we are often in other people's towns when we're seeing this. Right. So it's pretty cool to, to run into somebody like that. It happens happens every once in a while. I do I do enjoy that. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> so
1: this venue, the um, Collins Center for the Arts, was actually in the University of Maine. So you are, are like driving by like dorms and/or sort of like little parking lots and. School building kind of stuff uh, it just remind it just looked like any other large university I've been to um, and so I got there and uh, parking was super easy there's a, a crap ton of lots and um, i I parked in I guess there was like a lot that you're supposed to park in I think it's called like the Collins Center lot and I accidentally parked in a different one <laughs> but it was right next to it oh, okay um, but the way that I walked in, I went, I guess, in the side door. Oh, and I I should also mention um, that I did order my ticket and I asked – I paid an extra dollar for them to mail it to me and they never mailed it to me. (laughs) So maybe they mailed it and they got lost in the mail. Maybe they never mailed it. uh, But I didn't have a ticket, so I had to go to the box office. So I just walked in the side door because it was kind of closer to where I was going and I went in, showed my vaccine card and was able to walk right up to the box office. And that's when I realized that the main kind of entrance from the parking lot I was supposed to park in had a whole mob of people waiting in line, and I literally just walked in. Um, so those people <laughs> could have just like you know split off and go to the side door and gotten in much right. faster. Um, the guy printed my ticket, no problem. Um, I went in and, um, wanted to, of course, check out the merchandise first and foremost. Yeah. Any new stuff?
0: Any any anything to report on the merchandise?
1: Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, no, nothing new. Um, nothing new okay. and exciting. But uh, they did have the lunchbox back. So they had the um, the silver twenty dollar lunchbox back. Um, I did not see okay. any changes with the shirts. I did not see any uh, missing hyphens or or new hyphens <laughs> or uh, any uh, any quotes added or anything. Um, But the big change I noticed is uh, Jim and Steve's albums were both back uh, for sale because they didn't have room um, at the last show we went to uh, in – oh, boy. was that? (laughs) I'm getting so confused. New Bedford. New Bedford. They didn't have room for that. Um, So they were back, but they were increased in price. So now Jim and Steve's albums cost $15. So I don't know if that was a one-off or just the new price. But um, having listened to both of those albums, um, fifteen is certainly still worth it. Um, I would go out on a limb and say that. Actually, I had a conversation with Kenneth Gwinnip, uh briefly today, and he said he just received his uh, Steve album in the mail, and we both agreed that this uh, this newest album, Vita Beata, or however you say it, is Steve's
0: best album, like out of all of them. Yeah, no, I, you I agree. I, I agree with that, and I yeah. like I like Steve's stuff a lot and uh especially i think it's self-avoid self uh boy i'm gonna get the title self-avoiding random walk or something to that effect that was you know and see never dry were two of my favorites that i listen to all the time but i think this one this one i think i mean not that those are bad albums but i think this one is definitely a really good album I yeah think you can some, tell somehow it's he put a lot yeah. of time and effort into this and, and i might have mentioned this uh we listened to, uh, Jackie and I listened to uh, Steve's album on the drive up from Poughkeepsie to Albany. And we listened to it twice straight through because we liked it so much. And Jackie even commented that she thought this was Steve's best album as well.
1: That's so awesome. I'm so glad that sort of unanimously between uh, you know some <laughs> of the, the bigger Weird Al fans and bigger Steve J fans that we, we love it. So anyone listening, if you do not yet have um, Steve's album, you got to get it. Get it at the show, um, or you can order it right on his website. And I believe um, May 1st is when it's dropping on digital media sites. Uh, David uh, maybe yeah. we should cover this in the our an Inch episode, but I believe he, get, he gets more of the money if you buy it directly from him as opposed to, like, on iTunes or something. So um, for the same price, I always go for the option that gets the artist the most money. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, it costs more, uh, yada yada. Um, my ticket was
0: as I. Well, what about? Hold on, I have just more questions about it, some of this it. merchandise now. So uh, last time, uh, the Hawaiian shirt wasn't there. Is there a Hawaiian shirt? Nope. Still no Hawaiian shirt. Still no shoelaces. Okay, shoelaces um, was my next question. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, and then the, the other question, I know that every once in a while uh, we heard a rumor that they were going to be putting out old uh, VIP concert posters. Were there any up in Maine? I didn't
1: see any. Um, so if okay. they had them, uh, they may have sold out, but I didn't see any and Marnie didn't say anything okay. to me about it. Um I did briefly just say hi to Marnie. She was pretty inundated. Um, The merch (laughs) booth seemed very popular tonight. And I I guess I haven't really watched what people are buying too much, but I did spend, you know, five minutes just kind of watching. And I saw a lot of Bermuda's books selling. So I think that's really cool um, that people are having that opportunity to pick up that book um, and get it autographed. You know, it comes autographed by Bermuda. So 25, I think, is what you buy – pay for on amazon so the fact that you're getting it tax-free and autographed is pretty cool um tax included not tax-free right right yeah but i guess if you buy it for 25 on amazon then you're paying tax on top of that right yeah so tax included okay so my ticket for this one was in the balcony uh but it was the front row of the balcony over on steve's side and um I was really happy with it. I love sitting in the front of the balcony because you get, like, actual f- uh, leg room. Um, and sometimes <laughs> you get, like, a <clears throat> a little shelf. So I did have a little shelf that if I wanted to put my water on, I could have. Um, and I did briefly, but... So many people like would walk by and I saw them knock over other people's drinks that I just was like i'm not going <laughs> i'm not going to leave my drink up there um jeremy uh, samples, who I mentioned was going to be at the show. he was sitting uh three rows behind me and in the center section, so he was also in the balcony and um it was cool just being able to look down and, and kind of see all of the stage as opposed to you know looking up and <laughs> so it was a, it was cool to have a different view um so the show was an eight o'clock show and Jay and just stop me, Dave, if I, if you have a question or yeah. uh if you want to jump in. So eight o'clock show, seven fifty nine, JW comes out, he's wearing his Jeopardy outfit, and uh um he introduces Emo. And I, I don't know if, if he messed up the, the intro, but he just did um like half of it that we normally hear. Oh. Uh so huh. Um <clears throat> Emo came out. He did have a bottle of water, from what I could tell. It's hard to see details from as far <laughs> right. back but, as I was uh, for the, the spreadsheet. But that in
0: the spreadsheet, was people tracking uh, Emo's drinking <clears throat> habits.
1: Now, um, the people to the left of me were pretty vocal throughout the entire show. Um, and <laughs> I think you had mentioned you and Jackie saw someone doing this in Albany. But uh, it seemed like every Emo joke... Um, the husband right next to me then like repeated the punchline for his wife and then she would laugh. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if she was having a hearing problem or (laughs) – but like Emo would say the punchline then he would turn to her and he would say the punchline and then she would laugh. Or, um, you know, for some jokes she'd be like, that's disgusting. (laughs) But only after he repeated it. (laughs) So that was kind of entertaining. It was actually really – it was a really good set for Emo – um Jeremy and I discussed it after, and we both agreed it was his best set so far. Um, good. And I don't know if that was uh, – if I was influenced because he did the uh, existential uh, French seagull joke, which is one of my favorites, and we hadn't heard that one yet. Um, and he also ended on um, a really strong one that, that was new to this tour. Um, and again, he only did 25 minutes, so I'm wondering if – uh, huh. he's officially just doing 25 minute set from now on or, or I don't know. Uh, but he had a really Not great well. set and
0: he ended it and got a standing ovation, uh, which was really cool to great. see. Um, great. Yep. So we'll, we'll continue to track, I guess, whenever we can remember to, to track Emo's, uh, set time, you know, just and see if that, yeah. if there's a pattern there if he's really 25 or if it's just certain shows or just maybe he just decides to call it after 25 if he's got the reaction that he wants. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know. But um, <clears throat> so I guess officially the time 759 when JW went on stage and I wrote um, right. emo ended at 826. So it may have been
0: 2026.
1: F- OK, it could, it could have been 26 minutes, 27 minutes. It just depends.
0: I didn't write when emo actually took the stage. Right. Um it right, takes takes emo takes JW a couple seconds to yeah, walk off stage you emo know a couple and seconds. people are cheering so I, sure. I
1: could have looked down while people are still cheer I, who knows or I could have done it after right. left but um, We'll call it tw- we'll call it 25. Yeah, it's about 20 we'll it it's closer to 25 than 30. Um so the so 826 is what I had for emo ending and I don't know who to blame for this one, Dave, but uh, we have to mark some points off. It was a 22-minute intermission, not a 20-minute intermission. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <clears throat> no, no, honestly, okay. it, it likely was, like like I said, the merch was just really, really, uh, really popular tonight. And it was perfectly placed. It's like you walk in and you can't miss it. Um, so it was a really good merch placement. They had a, a whole lot of room. And it was Marnie and two other sellers selling. So it was, it was going big. So that's, that's probably why. Or, I mean, it's just two minutes. but um, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the show started. And they started with Close But No Cigar.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. like that song.
1: So it was great. Uh, Al came out. He was wearing a purple Hawaiian shirt with white flowers. Um, and... I was so happy because I could finally see Bermuda. <laughs> Actually, I had a great view oh, of everyone yes, in the band. Oh, yes, that's right. That's yeah. right.
0: You're up in the balcony, so you get to take an overview of the stage. That, that's great. It was, okay. Yeah,
1: it was really nice getting to see Bermuda um, and Ben, and Jim and Steve and Al. Um, so that that is one really good benefit of, you know, it, it's fun to sit close. Um, it's exciting to sit close, but... Um, especially when you have a chance to see multiple shows. it's. I always recommend having a couple or at least one be a balcony so you can really enjoy a different yeah. perspective. Um, so it was great to see Bermuda Night. I, I tried to purposely uh, watch him throughout the show more uh, than any other band member just because I was like, I know I'm not sitting in a balcony anytime soon, so I wanted to really <laughs> soak in my Bermuda uh, view. Um so after Close But No Cigar. So
0: how? So let me ask you. One, sure. one thing I really enjoy when I sit up in the balcony is that, you know, you get it, it is sort of like a different show because you're seeing uh, the lighting from like when you're sitting close, you see the lighting just like as it as it. Kind yeah. of bounces off of the person, your particular band member you're looking at, or this part of the stage you're looking at. it sometimes it's hard to see more than one band member at the same time when you're sitting close. But when you're sitting like further back or in the balcony, you get like a an overview of the entire stage. So I just wanted to, uh, whenever you can remember and and note it, you're just what you thought about the lighting, you know, and and
1: I think I made a note there. and a and I, even the sound times. too as well. Yeah, I think I yeah. made a note a couple times on the lights. Um, it Definitely, you get to see and appreciate more up in the balcony, no doubt. So I yeah. uh, was really enjoying. And I believe it's Peaches again, this tour, who's doing the lighting. And um, it's just, it was great. Um, we'll see if I, hmm. if I made the note and if I can read the note. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So nothing nothing out of the ordinary for Close But No Cigar. It was fantastic. Um and then Al um, said, I think you wanted to track this, so I, tr- I tried to write it down. Al said, hey, Orno, how you doing? <laughs> and um, <laughs> okay, good. um right there, right after the first song, that's where he thanked Emo. And he said it was a pleasure to share airborne droplets with him.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, uh, pretty funny there. Um all right, so before you move on, uh you may have already said this, but uh you we know we have people tracking what uh Weird Al is wearing, what was uh Weird yes, Al wearing. Yes, he
1: was wearing purple Hawaiian shirt with white flowers. I did say that.
0: Okay. And then uh the other thing I need to know is did Steve have on sunglasses? Oh, I didn't I didn't write that down, but luckily I took some pictures. So let's see.
1: Um <laughs> It does appear as though Stephen Jay was wearing sunglasses.
0: Excellent. (laughs) See, that's why we take photographic proof.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That way, if anyone's like, I don't think he was, I can be like, well, I have 57 pictures to prove it. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So um, uh, so the second song they went into was, do you want to guess?
0: Um, if you if you were to somehow... it could be it could be anything I, I
1: guess I'll guess Bob no, it was one more minute oh. um which was oh. uh which nice. was great, yeah, so it was one more minute, and um I didn't notice anything out of the ordinary it was a you know it was good getting to see the whole stage for it <laughs> I don't know yeah <laughs> i was I was a little tired tonight so and I also really couldn't see what I was writing. So I may not have um
0: <laughs> extensive notes on everything. Yeah, not I might everything. have yeah, I
1: might not have extensive notes, but I do I did try and write down what what um Al said between songs. Um so after one more minute, <clears throat> um Al um introduced the Grammy award-winning Jim Kimo West and uh said yes. before the show, he asked Jim, you know, if he could play anything, what would he choose? And Jim chose uh, 45 minutes of the G power chord, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so we got that uh, awesome joke again, and uh, that went right into my own eyes. Um, yeah, nice. which was you know that was great. Um, I'm not looking at the tracker, but I believe this is only the second time we've heard that um, on this tour. Yes, yeah. so that's just that's a good one, and it's it's a good one because. Some some songs you get the sense that the casual fans are not as familiar with, and I think that's one of them. So it's it's fun to hear the audience react to that song when they hear just all the crazy stuff uh, in the lyrics. Um, <clears throat> so after my own eyes, um, Al introduced the new guy in the band, <laughs> who, uh, <laughs> who's only been there since 1991, and. Uh, right. I took that opportunity before they started the next song to yell out, "El Maestro." <laughs> okay, good. And uh, I was in the balcony, so I think that's
0: like I think that's a streak you got going. That's the fourth show that you've yelled that. I've yelled
1: at it every single show, um, and that's- so it was hard to see if if uh, if there was a reaction. But I th- I think I saw Al do a little bit of a double take, and I'm I'm very sure that Ruben at least heard it. Because uh, it looked like he reacted a little <laughs> bit, like he hesitated before he started playing his um, uh, his solo. It wasn't an official solo, but playing the beginning to "Why Does This Always Happen to Me." And uh, oh yes, he does have a solo in the middle of that song. Again, not a um, uh, right. official called not out a... solo, but just as part of the music in the song, there is a piano solo and. I wrote down crazy cool lights for Ruben solo um, it was awesome. just awesome It's so good um, so hopefully you can see Ruben on a night when um, why does this always happen to me is played because it was just it was so awesome uh, seeing his
0: solo um, excellent. And just to follow up on the question you had asked, I, without without looking to see what the rest of the set list was, I was able to find my own eyes in the 2022 Weird Al uh, Vanity Tour um, song tracker. And yes, you were correct. It was only played one time before. Oh, okay. Um, it played, great. Uh, it was played back at, at uh, the 427 show, which was in Albany. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, so after Why Does This Always Happen To Me, um, Al held up his accordion and he's like um, – I, 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 he said something like, you may think this is an accordion, but really it's a French horn. He's like, no, well, it's an, it's a MIDI <coughs> accordion. Um, and then he said – he told a story about the next song that he was going to play. He said this song came out um, – I don't know if he said a few decades ago or what he said – But he said this was his, um, first single from the album and he released it for free on the internet. Um, and it took some Mm -hmm. convincing of the, the record company to do so, um, to release it on the internet for free and have the song be called don't download this song, which (laughs) (laughs) doesn't, doesn't seem to be a good marketing strategy. Um, So that obviously. a good
0: set list so far. Yeah. You got close, but no cigar. One more minute, my own eyes. Why does this love me any? Or why? Why? (laughs) Jeez. Why does this happen to me anymore? And don't download this song. Those are all Why does this always happen to me? Yeah. I messed up. You stumbled
1: it. Yeah. That's fine. And then, yeah, don't download this uh, song. Don't
0: download this song. Yeah. That's a great set list so far. I'm jealous.
1: (laughs) And so, um, I did note that, um, as far as sound went, it was hard to hear Jim for some of the parts like, uh, remember Tommy, those kind of parts. Um, I heard most of them, but it wasn't super clear. So I don't know if that was an issue with, or just maybe something from sitting in the venue. Um, so then (laughs) this is great. Um, I wish I remembered exactly what he said, but so he does mention, um, you know, the blues accordion was invented by um his uncle or his yes. great-grand great-great-grandfather uh blind lemon yankovic am i right is it lemon right.
0: yep okay <laughs> yeah blind lemon uh, cuz Cause, cause it says it looks blind like it says lemon yankovic yes
1: blind scribble scribble yankovic so i'm just going by memory <laughs> um <laughs> yes blind be-
0: lemon yankovic yes And then before he started... I'm trying to think back to when Blind Lemon Yankovic was... first time I remember hearing about Blind Lemon Yankovic was on the uh, There's No Going Home special. That was on the Disney Channel. Oh, okay. Okay. He may have predated that, but that's the first time I remember hearing about Blind uh, Lemon Yankovic. I think he did say this was Blind Lemon
1: Yankovic's song that he was playing. Um, But before they started the song, he turned to Jim and he said, Jim, is your mojo working? And he said, "Because if it's not, that could be embarrassing." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay,
1: and uh, and then they went into generic blues. Generic
0: blues. Another song I'm happy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um... I mean, so far I've seen all these, you know, on this tour. But uh, yep, I mean, they're, yep. I, they're all songs I, I enjoy very much. So I'm I'm, I'm happy that. <laughs> I'm sad that I got to miss them again, but I'm happy that, that this is the set list because is turning into a great set list yeah. so
1: far. Um, so then Al started talking about how there's, uh, you know, out there there's lots of misinformation and you're never really sure where to get your news. And he said, but luckily in the early 80s, there was only one place to get your news, and that was the Midnight Star. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. uh, before oh, man. before he started, Al so took a, uh, a big water gulp and then went... Ah, like really, like extended and loud uh, before they started "Midnight Star." Um, um, I'm trying to read my notes. <laughs> trying to what this is. Um, oh boy, oh boy, Dave. Sorry about this dead Uh-oh. air. As I try and f- you Do you read... not know
0: what the next song is? No, I know what the next or song you... is,
1: but I'm just trying to read oh, okay.
0: what... Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> See,
1: I wrote WW1, and I'm like, I don't remember Al talking about the First World War. <laughs> I tried so <laughs> hard Al. to like, figure it out. Um, no, but well, let me did... guess. Westwood 1. Yes, Westwood yes, 1. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, okay. So he okay. said, um, you know, between college and becoming a professional musician, he worked at Westwood 1 um, uh-huh. and uh, mentioned that uh, Bermuda also worked there. And he's like, "And actually Bermuda yep. continued to work there after I left." And he's like, "Bermuda, you stayed on h- how long when, you know, when how long were you there?" And he's like, "I was there until last Sunday the 14th."
0: <laughs> 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 um so yeah, then, I do remember Bermuda was there. I don't remember when. But he was on for quite a while at Westwood One. And, I mean, obviously he wasn't. <laughs> wasn't you know, there until. Was ex- <laughs> that was ago. a joke, right, <laughs> the 14th. But,
1: but yeah, no, he, for many, many years. I think years, he covered it on one, one of our interviews with him that he was yeah. there for like a decade yeah. or so. Um, but he right. also mentioned that uh, Dr. Demento was on Westwood One. That got a huge cheer from the audience. Yeah. And so he said, you know, having that kind of menial job is what helped him write what uh, ended up being one of his favorite songs from one of my worst albums he didn't say my worst selling <laughs> albums he just called it one of his worst albums <laughs> so he, yeah that, that's what he said on the first
0: the first time he did well, this i, thought he, I, sell, it I thought he said i thought he said worst selling but yeah he just you know, flat he, out said i mean worst i album. he he just said worst album i mean <laughs> so I, I heard him say worst album okay. i mean you may have heard him say something else but i heard him say worst album so yeah i that, but yeah i guess we're talking about dog eat dog here right?
1: yes it was dog eat dog yes. um it was so i i think we mentioned the the lighting on dog Eat dog being good where it like kind of switched from side to side really quick um, Ooh, and that yeah. was extra good in the in
0: the balcony getting to see that um, oh yeah that would be cool to see from the balcony yeah that was a great effect that that dog, yes. dog that, yes. that bouncing white light from one side of the stage to the other that was incredible yeah that would be great to see from the it, balcony. it was or it's from further it back absolutely the was yeah.
1: And, um, so it was like, there would be parts where like, it was just kind of like, it's hard to describe, but like kind of a pulsing rumbling little light. And then it would like get to the exciting part of the song and it would get big and start flashing. And it, it was just, it was really cool. Um, cool. and I wrote down that up until that point, it was my song of the night. Ooh. With the absence of
0: a Dave song of the night, we're getting an Ethan song of the night. Well, I
1: figured I had to,
0: um,
1: with without you here, someone had to have a song of the night. Uh, so that was my not my final song of the night, but up until that point, it was okay temporary. First (laughs) spoiler alert, it's not the final song of the night. Um, okay. So then Al Al, uh, uh, was talking about how sometimes he does some ego surfing and you know, looks up himself online and uh, he. Um, Sometimes we'll find, you know, fans ranking the best to worst Weird Al songs. And he said Uh this next one is (laughs) usually ranked in last place. Um, So he's like, you know, if if you (laughs) now is the time to take a bathroom break or check your Twitter feed. Um, Dave, do you want to guess what
0: he played? Ooh. uh I don't want to insult any of the songs. I mean, Trash Day, but that would be my bottom <laughs> <of> my list.
1: <laughs> well, I I remember him using this setup on a previous tour, and uh, actually the previous Vanity tour, and the song that he led in in 2018 was not the song that he led in um, tonight. So, oh,
0: interesting. Um, what was? Do you remember what the song was in 2018?
1: I recall him doing that story for "She Never Told Me She Was a Mime," um, but tonight, okay. uh, oh, so he said, uh, "Yeah, he said it, it's it often is at the bottom of people li- but uh, at the bottom of people's lists, but we like to play it." So <laughs> he played Airline Amy.
0: Oh wow! No, that's at the top of my list. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I don't agree with that. Yeah. No. I was Ooh. surprised.
1: I don't agree with that I, I feel like when we did our um, top five off the deep end, that's from off the deep end, right? Yeah.
0: Um, yes, off f- the deep end. I feel yeah, like that I, was... I, I definitely we mo- all, I fought for that one. I feel like we sure. all liked that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Us. Yes. Us too. and, and uh Alison Parsons. You know, yes. I felt that that would be all that was on all of our list. I'm pretty yes. sure it was. So I was surprised. Um, Interesting. I don't know why that that I, I that's one of my favorite songs off of that album. I don't know why he. Uh, and isn't that like your favorite it. album too? <laughs> that is my favorite album. Well, yeah. In case, <laughs> case you haven't heard me say that a thousand times on the podcast. Yeah. No. Yeah. That is one of my favorite songs off that album. So I'm surprised that uh, surprised he thinks it's low on everyone's list. Huh interesting what was i agree with that statement Al. (laughs) well
1: he's not saying that it's a bad song he's saying that he's seen people rank it low um so it's not him saying it's his worst okay then i
0: don't then okay fine i don't agree with everybody who ranked it low yeah i have an issue
1: (laughs) um so this is another one where um i took a note on the um the lighting And there was sort of um, a part where like it was all of the lights were focused on Jim and then he played a little bit and then they all switched and swung over and focused on Ruben and it went Jim to Ruben to Jim to Ruben. Uh, So it was really cool. They, I don't know if it was like kind of dueling or, um, and I don't know that it was necessarily solos, but it was just cool to see them like kind of switch between featuring one or the other. Um
0: after the song ended, and that was it, and that was an airline Amy that happened, yep, in airline Amy. yeah, okay, okay, yeah. uh, so when airline Amy ended,, yeah, I don't particularly remember the lighting on the the time we saw it, uh, which I guess was last night for me, airline <laughs> Amy, <laughs> oh no wait, I mean, we didn't see airline Amy, no, yet. that was a new this one is a new that, song, was, right? that was a new one for yeah this tour. I, what am I thinking, yep. Yeah. Okay. So it answered my first question. There yes. were new songs. Ah yep. oh, man. Now I got to track down Airline Amy. <laughs> You've got plenty <sighs> of uh, right. op- opportunities, Dave. Um, so, all right. Well. So after Airline right, so, Amy, so Al, I, Al, I want you to play at at some point at when I'm there. I want you to play Airline Amy. Your what your fans think is is your worst song, <laughs> but but I don't know what they're they're smoking. <laughs> So, well, or definitely cinnamon, cinnamon roll incense uh, is what the is. Yeah, smoking. that's what I was trying to go for, cinnamon roll incense. <laughs> so um, all the
1: lights went out, and Al whispered, if you listen
0: very carefully.
1: And then there was a, uh, a noise that just, you know, started, and that was, of course, the intro for Velvet Elvis, which I feel like... Uh, okay, Velvet Elvis. Did we get Velvet Elvis every single show so far? Is that 100%?
0: You, Velvet I, Elvis... Here, I don't have the spreadsheet um, open. I need to open it. Velvet Elvis, no, we did not get it in New Bedford. Oh, okay. We got it at the okay. other shows. I think...
1: We got it in... Um, I think Al played it tonight because he knew that I would be missing you and that I would... uh Aww. <laughs> Want to have it.
0: Oh, it looks like um, Brad already updated the uh, the song tracker, so... Yeah, that's why I'm, that's why when I'm going to the song tracker, I'm trying to be careful just to just to get the information I need and not peek ahead to see what what else is uh, showing up here. But yes, um, okay. Well, yeah. Don't look. Here's Dave. the song tracker has been updated already. We're
1: okay. we're halfway through. Um, so song ten, Velvet Elvis, and um,
0: oh boy, <laughs> this is Uh-oh. another uh, more. <laughs> <laughs> i can't help you i cannot see i know i know well, thousands of miles away this, i don't this, know how far a long way it says uh 10 hours away from me steve is making b no the <laughs> dice <laughs> i don't know steve is rolling the dice i uh, know steve playing craps up on stage maybe no uh jeez okay.
1: Oh, okay. Steve uh got up and Al said Steve is making his way back to the keyboards. Ah uh, and okay. Then the, um a song started. Um Yes. Craigslist started, but then um Ruben was, I think, in the wrong setting or something. And so Al stopped the song for technical difficulties. Um, okay. And uh, asked for a drum solo. <laughs> oh, okay. So we got a drum, drum solo, and it was the tried and true uh, one solo thump. <laughs> So it was the uh, the fake drum solo. It was not a so real they drum solo.
0: Did not give Ruben a lot of time to fix whatever the issue was. Well, you know, you know, Bermuda kind of charged himself
1: up before <laughs> before okay. playing it. Um. So then they started Craigslist, and uh, I'm anyone who has seen so Craigslist already on this. So tour, before
0: you go on, before yeah, before you go on and describe this uh, amazing Craigslist song, uh. How would you, since I wasn't there, I don't know, understand how? Like, how would you track this if you were tracking this in, in some spreadsheet? Would you say Craigslist was was uh, its its own song and then drum solo and then Craigslist again, or was it just like a no? Like a, I, like I a would brief enough clip of Craigslist that you wouldn't even mention it. I think I would put a footnote and I would say
1: Craigslist started, then. Um, you know, stopped for technical difficulty. Drum solos played, and then it was played. That's I think I would. Okay. I think that's how um, Brad put the Dare to Be Stupid that that started and stopped. Um, so I agree, that, okay. and that's how I would put it for Craigslist. Okay, I'm
0: just just curious.
1: Um, it wasn't very much, and it wasn't obviously Craigslist because it was it was just wrong. You know, <laughs> it was not
0: the right uh, sound. <laughs> um, so. Any so, anyone right, who so has, tell us all about Glorious, Glorious Craigslist. Yes. yes. I so, want to hear
1: it. You know, anyone who, who had seen the first performance of this new version of Craigslist um, would have been excited. And so Jeremy and I, <laughs> as far as I know, were the two who were very excited in the audience um, <laughs> for this song. Uh, I didn't recognize anyone else. Not that there, there couldn't have been people there from Poughkeepsie, but uh, considering how far away it was, it's probably like an eight-hour right. drive. uh I don't think anyone was there, Um, but it was incredible. Uh, It was so great. Um, (laughs) I was so excited anticipating the coffee, uh, the coffee part. And uh, so Al said, um, the coffee place was Aroma Joe's on Park Street. And then of course, I wanted to hear the phone call with mother. And to my surprise, it was different. Really? So there were elements that were the same and way, way too much to to easily write down and track. Sure. But like, for example, like the first time we saw it, there was the Indian on the corner playing with a fidget spinner. Well, this time there was an Indian on the corner, but no mention of a fidget spinner. You know, like, uh, so there was like kind of like base things. And then like, completely different things mixed in. Um, So I would have to get the lyrics to both transcribe to really know what the differences were. But there were things that were making me laugh out loud and things that I hadn't, I absolutely (laughs) knew I hadn't heard before. So um, it was really great. Ah. If someone is going (laughs) to, we don't condone bootlegging Dave, um, but if someone accidentally hit record during the concert, I think this part of Craigslist is the one to do because people are going <laughs> to love to hear these little differences that, that are put in there. Um, so I, I really hope that either oh, someone cool. takes some really good notes or accidentally record them. Uh, or, you know, it was uh, it was very, very funny and really good.
0: So, so again, I'm going to ask you the, a similar question of what I asked you before. Is this different enough than what we heard in Poughkeepsie that you would consider it to be its own version of Craigslist or would you just call it Craigslist?
1: I would just call it um Craigslist, but I do think this is this is like a um well it's 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 hard to say because it's it's like concert only Craigslist, you know? Uh the same way that Albuquerque has like the extended um, donut okay. part. This is is the same kind of thing where that's a concert only feature of Albuquerque. This is a concert only feature, seemingly now of
0: Craigslist. So um, yeah, I guess I guess what I was getting at it is, uh, I mean, when he does Albuquerque, obviously you know he adds. Generally adds uh, additional donuts and and plays around with you know different aspects of the song, but uh, in general they're pretty close. You know he might add or subtract a few donuts here or there, might play around a few lyrics, but in general I would just say that that's like one version of like the concert o- version of Albuquerque. Yeah, I, so I was just they, wondering if this I phone think they call, all... if you felt the phone call was similar enough that. That you could just call this the concert version of Craigslist and get away with, with just tracking somewhere like in the – like how you track the coffee – different coffee shop right. you would track just yeah, I slightly would say, different. I would say it definitely
1: falls under that same umbrella of concert-only Craigslist. Okay. Um, and then there's just – you have to know that there's going to be a some improv, improv going on during
0: the phone call. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I was excited to, to get to hear Craigslist, you know, when we heard it because it was, it, it was, was just glorious. Yeah, so it good. was amazing. <laughs> and, you know, it sh- probably should have been the number one song at that concert. Um, but, uh, that darn something else came along. <laughs> David Ethan's
1: 2006 Took, took that, out that out of first song.
0: place. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Yeah, so just to hear that this song, you know, even gets better, that potentially could be different every time I hear it. Oh man, that just that makes me so happy. So I I will. So far, I'm not even there. This is my song of the. This is my song of the night.
1: Well, I'm planting the flag. This was my song of the night, Um, and I I had that same thought that um, it was my very close second uh, the first night, and so tonight there was nothing in its way. It was the clear favorite for me of the night. (laughs) <laughs> so awesome. then awesome. after Craigslist ended, I did, um, I did write down that um, previously the kind of concert version of Craigslist in previous tours was that, you know, for the styrofoam, Peanuts part, he would get completely quiet until it was completely silent. And I just wanted to yeah. note that that is not an aspect of the song anymore. It does not get so quiet hmm. that the song stops. Yeah. Um, and I—that's it, how it was the first night as well. But I don't think that's something that we talked about. Yeah. I, um, so yeah, after the talk. song ended, um, Al said something to the, the degree of, uh, "Oh, I bet Ruben feels really bad for ruining the show back there, <laughs> or something." Oh, <laughs> he's like, "So we're, let's give him a harpsichord solo." <laughs> oh nice so, harpsichord solo. so that's the second harpsichord solo we've seen well you have seen <laughs> i think the harpsichord solo is the lead-in to our next song uh, as it was before because the harpsichord solo turned into the intro of melanie yeah um
0: okay.
1: so the first time we saw melanie let me see if how many times have we seen melanie Melanie. Well, just that one time. I believe. was just the first show, and now this show. Yeah. Um, I remember at the first show, it, there being a long enough like pause that people started clapping. You remember that? Um,
0: like right near the end, that people thought the song was over, and oh, then there's the where CJ yeah. sort of fakes the song that, that it's going to end, and then he goes and yells, says Melanie again. Uh, I don't particularly remember either way but I remember there being kind of a a
1: fake ending the first time it was much shorter this time. So nobody like got confused um, this time. So I wrote that down. Um, So then after that, um, he talked about how in October, he was part of a show with Danny Elfman and um, Pee Wee Mm. Herman uh, for the Nightmare Before Christmas show, and he said, uh, "Yes, you know, he just he mentioned how much fun it was, and uh, how he got to chat with Danny Elfman backstage, and the two of them were kind of commiserating about how, um, you know, they can't sing quite as high um, register key that they could, you know, in the '80s when some of these songs they wrote were were written and uh, recorded." And um, he said that. Um, Although he can't hit that note now, he he doesn't believe that he could have um, <laughs> hit that at the time, even. Um, <laughs> so he said, uh, so we'll get ready for our heavy metal song, and it was Young, Dumb, and Ugly. Oh, oh,
0: cool. All right.
1: And um, I wanted to, I made a note here because... Um, Dave, we we really take a lot of consideration into making sure our Canadian listeners uh feel taken care of. And there is a, a lyric in the song <laughs> Young, Dumb and Ugly, where um Al mentions drinking milk straight from the cartons. And my understanding is in Canada they don't have milk cartons. Milk comes in bags. So I just wanted to um take a second to explain what a milk carton is. Uh Dave, I don't know if you want to take this one um for our Canadian
0: listeners. I, I don't that i did not know that that they don't drink milk out of cartons in canada that is that is news to me and that is very strange they drink it directly out of the cow i don't i don't know it comes in a bag it, they they buy it, it comes in a in bag like a, a plastic bag wait, like a bag
1: A yeah. pla- like wait like a shopping bag no like a like a sealed plastic bag
0: a clear plastic bag like 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 an iv bag that like they inject into their veins yeah, except they don't inject it into their veins. They cut
1: cut it. They put it like in a, a wow. container and they cut like a corner and then they dump it out of the bag. Oh, I did not know that. Well so all the Canadians listening knew that. Than...
0: <laughs> <laughs> a carton seems a lot more efficient than a plastic bag. A well, carton is just exactly what it sounds like. It's just a it's a rectangular box that holds the milk. It's, rather it's than putting pa- uh, in yeah in a plastic a, bag a... which would be kind of kind of moldable and just like <laughs> that would just like flop all over your fridge that I, I don't understand <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem very efficient canada get get with it well uh thanks for helping uh
1: <laughs> explain that <laughs> uh so after young dumb and ugly um it was time for john and steve to leave uh and um we returned to a power trio and that was because Steve and John both had a contractually obligated Wordle break. So this was the Ooh, second, Wordle break. second
0: uh, Wordle break that they had. Um, <laughs> as uh, Al... it's an addictive game, I play Wordle, and let me <laughs> oh, tell you, do? you, you do need you do need a break during the day just to just to sit down and play Wordle. You need to really concentrate on. See, it. it's I I a really addicting game.
1: I love it. I enjoy Wordle. I never remember to do it. And even now that there's Weirdle, <laughs> which I did the first couple of days, I keep forgetting about that as well. So, you know, I understand yeah. the whole thing is it's not an app and it's a website. Well, if it was an app and it could notify me, that would be
0: great. So if someone can figure that out, yeah. I'm sure they did. Uh... See, 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 see I, I have to remember to do it because I have like a streak going where I've not missed a day. Okay. And uh, so I don't know what my number is, but, you know, I've not say... missed a day and I've not ever – I've never, ever missed a, a – uh, Getting a word correctly. Wow. Um, And uh, unfortunately, I can't tell you what my real numbers are because (laughs) halfway through, I had to switch phones and it it did not carry over. So I don't know what I had before on my old phone, Um, but I definitely know I did not miss any. And I actually, um, a, a few, like a week or so ago, I actually got one of the words on the first guess. Wow. Congrats, dude. I was shocked. I was shocked. So.
1: It's Dave and Ethan's okay, and 2000 that... <laughs> Streak Wordle podcast.
0: Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I went on the tangent of Word. you were talking about Wordle and. Okay, let, let's move yeah, on. So, so... so, Steve and, uh, and uh, John are playing Wordle off stage. <laughs> yes.
1: And let me see. And what's trying... happening
0: on stage, may I guess? <laughs> you don't love me anymore. Ah, oh, You Don't Love Me Anymore. The second Y song in a row. Followed by you, young, dumb, and ugly, that's and true. You Don't Love Me Anymore. That's true. Um,
1: oh, boy. So I, I I can't read my notes. Something <laughs> you know. about if 200 by gut will be smash. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
0: Oh. I okay trying to smash Jim's guitar?
1: Yes, that was, no no no. So I was thinking, Dave, what if we offer to buy a guitar? Do you think Al would smash it for us? <laughs> Cuz it I, I
0: I I just I'm bummed that they're not um smashing a guitar. <laughs> well, it I well I think uh, I would appreciate that, but I thought the whole point of this tour was that there were no props and that's that's why he's not doing uh guitar smashes and he's not bringing out you know the the fork and the underwear and uh, the scarves during you know one more minute and and other things that would be really easy to travel with i thought that this is no props well I'm pretty sure that's advertised somewhere maybe on the back of a t-shirt or something well I wish they had props because
1: I want to see a guitar <laughs> get smashed. I just – that's always my favorite part of the I wonder, song.
0: <laughs> I wonder if uh, if somebody brought a guitar to uh, the VIP experience and asked Al to smash it if uh, if that could happen. If that <laughs> or could if VIP. you would only do that on a uh, You Don't Love Me Anymore show night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after the song um, – Steve came back and Al went, hey, Steve. He went, hey, Al. And uh, (laughs) Al said, did you get the wordle? And Steve's like, oh, no, not yet. And Al's like, oh, well, you still have a couple more hours or something. I don't know. He said something. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So then Al said, um, you know, the the reason he put this tour together was uh, for this song. And he hopes that... You know, people remember him uh, in a hundred years for this song. And I'm sure you can guess which song it was, Dave.
0: <laughs> oh, the pressure's on. Oh, don't make me guess. Oh, uh, just
1: go with the obvious. It's nothing. <laughs> it shouldn't surprise
0: you. Really? Okay. Uh, let me be your hog?
1: Let me be your hog!
0: <laughs> yes. Okay
1: uh it it got a great uh great reaction um especially when it just abruptly stops and Alice like so the next song <laughs> people just lost it it was so great um oh good good so then Al said uh you know this next song uh, sounds a lot like the b52s um Ooh. and uh he said it's the uh the king of late night infomercials and um he mentioned the, the band members of the B fifty twos and said, but we don't have them, we have uh, Jim and Steve uh for the singing part. And of course that meant we got to see Mr. Popeel, which was um wait, the wait. first first time played this tour.
0: And and uh and Let Me Be Your Hog, that was the first time played as well, correct?
1: No. We did hear Let Me Be Your Hog. Oh, I thought we'd had seen it before but this spreadsheet does not have it listed. Didn't we see it somewhere else? Let me see. I'm all confused, Dave. Mm. I don't have my notes I to compare. Remember. Oh, I guess I have other um, set list pictures.
0: Let's see. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It was not... Well, Mr. Popiel oh, is definitely a, a new addition to this tour. It was definitely, I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely uh, not not something we'd heard before. So that's another one that I'm going to need you to hear. I don't think we heard "Let Me Be Your." Let me be your hog was in Albany. It was. It was
1: oh, okay. What so, was
0: I doing when that has happened?
1: It came right after Velvet Elvis in Albany. So yeah, I guess Brad's spreadsheet here is wrong.
0: Okay, um, well, we'll have to get that. Brad oh, there. no, he has Weed it listed out. twice. Oh, it's on there twice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All um, right, well, I'm sure by the time this episode gets posted. Yeah, it'll be, be fixed. Up, it'll be fixed. we will have to take care
1: of it. Um, um, see, yeah. this is what happens when we <laughs> have to rely on other people, Dave. I did not send Brad any of my notes, so. Um, no. <laughs> he's relying on faulty information out there. Uh, I The only thing that could have improved Mr. Popeel would have been if um, Marnie came out dressed as a lobster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you want more more information about that, well, why why that's funny, you should check out our interview with uh, Marnie Farlow because she tells a great story. So then then uh, Al Which said... Which may involve her dressing up as a lobster.
1: <laughs> so Al, um, he said that when he wrote this next song in the early nineties, it was meant to be over the top and ridiculous. Uh, but now it's some, it's a product that's actually available. Um, (laughs) and, uh, it should, this song should be on an early REM album. We got to hear, um, Dave, this crazy new song that we, we heard uh, the other night, Frank's 2000 inch TV.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. I'm, Yeah, interesting. Frank's 2,000 inch TV. Odd. I you know, yeah. just, hmm. just, I mean, it's. I'm hoping he's not talking about our intern Frank, because our intern Frank does not deserve to have a song written about. <laughs> about,
1: about well, him I don't know. It has our intern's name it's and it has 2,000 life. inch, which is, you know, our part of our podcast name. So yeah, I mean, it could be a, a little subtle. Um, you know, wink at us, this new song hero, anyway, moving on to the next song um uh al oh something was was not correct, um, and he said that's not correct, and then he changed something and said that's better, so I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know if if that was Al or <laughs> I don't have the note to confirm it, but I'm sure that um at another time we can figure that out and maybe we report on it again. But um, Al then started talking about, um, (laughs) you know, um, a true American, uh, Francis A. Johnson, and um, (laughs) how the, the biggest ball of twine was created by a group of people going for the world record, and he called them, um, shallow, pathetic people. <laughs> oh, and, uh, twine ball was of course, uh, met with very, very strong, um, excitement. And so this was, uh, the last song before the encore. And I was very surprised because that meant we did not get a,
0: uh, dare to be stupid lounge slash cha-cha version. Yeah interesting Yep, that one was definitely missing uh and i yeah that one was definitely missing and that would i think that was the only one that other than why does this always happen to me yeah so uh, far why does this always happen to me is 100 percent um and so and uh dare to be stupid and, and and yeah interesting all right. Well, why does it always happen to me? Is the only uh, potential song that could go a hundred percent besides the medley? Oh, you can get to that yet. We haven't but gotten gonna that. Gonna...
1: Who knows if it's there?
0: Uh, okay. It
1: probably is. All right, Spoiler so two, two, alert! Two
0: possibilities. Two possibilities <laughs> to, to go <laughs> but, the entire tour, every single show. We'll see. So, um,
1: well, I am curious. So this for, was this was what, the, uh, the two this... show days. So this is the onstage encore and. Dave, okay, you missed is the, 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 the final, best okay. on stage encore I've seen.
0: Oh no. <laughs> so
1: you know, they all they all just kind of scatter and just kinda do weird stuff. So you gotta gotta be quick to catch everything. But <laughs> I I like I'm looking at uh, Al and, and Steve and then I notice that Jim is sitting down at Bermuda's drum set. <laughs> Oh no! He he picks up Bermuda sticks (laughs) and he kind of does a one, two, three, four as if he's about to start. And then he doesn't actually, um, doesn't actually start. (laughs) That's funny. And then, um, I saw Steve removed his set list from his speaker and Bermuda Mm -hmm. started playing the bongos at one point. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, yes. Sounds fun. (laughs) It was great. Um... I like this new edition that they have, where they kind of uh, pretend that they don't know what's going on, and that that the audience is screaming <laughs> for them to do an encore. <laughs> it's I love it too. It's so much better than them. So so leaning. did uh, I wasn't there. Did uh, did they get a standing ovation? Oh at yeah, the biggest ball twining minutes. Okay. Oh yeah,
1: big big uh, okay. standing ovation. Um, um so then then al's like all right well, i'm going to play the you know the song that you guys came here to 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 see you know is a big hit um you know this is one of the big hits of the dave clark 5 <laughs> and then he played glad all over by the dave clark 5 <laughs> oh and uh you know Ooh. i i figured the I... same way that al played uh velvet elvis to you know make me feel better about you not being here he played a song by uh, a band that has Dave in the
0: name to help me feel better about you not being <laughs> here. So it was very considerate. <laughs> I, and, off the top of my head, I'm not I'm not registering what this song is. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, again. it's it's not one that I knew off the top of my head. It is
1: one that they did on the last um, tour. Yeah, it was a interesting. Uh, a All right, one. well, uh, I so, have to check
0: that out. It's, it's interesting. So then we oh that out. answers my other question. To, uh, what was the cover song was. <laughs> And so, and one more question, I guess, uh, you answered two of them so far. The first one was that, uh, you know, I guess, uh, what was the cover song? And that would be, I already forgot it, Glad All Over by the Dave Clark Five. And then uh, were there any new songs that I had not heard yet? And it appears that there are two of them, Airline Amy and Mr. Popio, which now I'm going to need to hear. Yeah. At some point over the next however many shows I have, left, they were 29. outside
1: of um,
0: Craigslist, those were two of the highlights. Uh, so you definitely need to see yeah. those. And then, and then, uh, my other question, w- w- my other curiosity was whether or not Dave and Ethan's 2000s Weird Out podcast theme song came back. Uh, well, generally, Dave... there's one song that follows, uh, that follows, um, the cover song. So, Possibly, quite
1: possibly. Unfortunately, not though. Um, oh, okay. Well, you <laughs> it, it <know> was <laughs> the unplugged <laughs> medley. Um, the unplugged oh, okay, medley good. with Amish Paradise.
0: Um, what does that say? Well, Amish Paradise. T- typically, it's Amish Paradise. Smells like Nirvana. White. Yeah, but I word, wrote. Crimes, Yoda, I wrote something.
1: I wrote something after Amish Paradise. It looks like I wrote Uh-oh. hog
0: react. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> were there were there pigs in the audience, maybe? And they were cheering for Amish Paradise? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, Dave. Hog react.
1: Um. Anyway, Amish were you, Paradise. Which, were you finally reacting to let me be your hog? Maybe. It was a delayed reaction on my part. I was like, oh, he was joking <laughs> about this being his most influential song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was the same lineup. I'm spread. I smells like Nirvana, white and nerdy word crimes, followed by Yoda and Yoda chant. And, um, yep. before Yoda even finished, right as the Yoda chant ended, I saw a big group of people start giving a standing ovation. Um, the, the, nice. enti- the entire show ended at ten thirty five, and, um, it was, it was a great show. I wish you could have been there, Dave, I think you would have enjoyed it very much. Um, got to meet up with Jeremy Samples again after the show ended, and um, he told me a really funny story. Um, before right, so I guess before the show, um, the guy sitting next to him, he was just kind of having a, a little conversation with him, and uh, the guy seemed really nice. And I guess they're from similar parts of uh, you know similar. Uh, parts of America or whatever. The guy used to live near where Jeremy used to live or something. I can't remember. Uh-huh. But so he seemed like a really good guy to Jeremy. <laughs> he seemed like a, a, a you know, a, a together kind of guy who had uh, <laughs> <and> his, <laughs> I, I guess, he, he didn't seem like someone who would then ask this question at the end of the show. So at the end of the show, <laughs> the guy turns to Jeremy and says, uh, Rick didn't play guitar tonight, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Rick? Yeah, Rick Derringer. You just said Rick, but he's like, Rick didn't play guitar tonight, did he? Oh. <laughs> like, no. Wow. No. I don't know what... Where you've not been, in, dude? Not
0: in... <laughs> not, yeah, not for 25, 30 years. No, 30 years. Yeah, yeah wow. <laughs> yeah, like almost... Yeah, a long time. Um, At least 30 years.
1: <laughs> so... Um, I thought that was funny. And and Jeremy and I were talking about how Al literally called the guitar player, Jim, three different times during the show, both, uh, you know, both, um, both, uh, quote unquote ends of the show. And then he also introduced him as, you know, the Grammy award winning Jim Kimo West. So, um, (laughs) I don't know what that guy, he must've had quite a bit of, uh, cinnamon incense, cinnamon roll incense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, um, Dave, I did get you a present, uh, I think you would be, be happy to know I got you a present. They had, uh, some, some little, uh, text only flyers, uh, showing their upcoming shows and Weird Al Ooh, was listed on there. So nice, I did get you one of those. Nice. Um, actually I got you, Thank um, you, I grabbed a couple before the show. I grabbed three, one for you, one for me, one for Bermuda in case you needed one. And then at the end of the show, uh, they were still there. There was still a stack, and I noticed the last show, like the final show listed on there, was Weird Al, because this was like the last show of their season. So I was like, well, they're just gonna throw them out anyway. So I grabbed a couple extras in case um, one of our friends wants it, or if you want, if you want multiple ones, or you just need something to make a paper airplane with. So <laughs> you have at least one, Dave, if not more, of these. Thank you. Not, Thank you. Not super exciting that. flyers, but the kind of thing that you and I love and if any of our listeners see something like that when they're at a show uh, particularly one that we are not attending uh, we always appreciate them to grab Um, so that was the show
0: so it's Um, interesting because I know that I know that at least at the shows that we were at uh, the the ones I was at um, I hadn't seen very much advertising for Weird Al and, and I'm assuming that's because I think those all three of those shows were sold out. So was do you have any idea if uh, this show in Arono, Maine, was sold out or?
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely was sold out. As far it, as it, goes? it, it was yeah. packed. Um, it was it's it said sold out, and um, I know when I went to buy my okay. ticket, there weren't many options. Luckily, I was only buying a single seat, but um, yeah, it was pretty well sold. And um, during EMOs, so this was I, I mentioned uh, at the University of Maine. During emo set, he's like, how many people here are students here? And, like, three people clapped of the 1,500 people. <laughs> so I'm assuming that, um, you know, the flyer I grabbed is kind of like a student, um, like a, a thing to tell students what's coming up. Um, and they probably were just listing every show. Um, so it wasn't super, like, it wasn't like an ad. You know, it wasn't like the artwork or anything.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah.
1: But it was it was a great show. Wish you could have seen it, Dave. I was I was really happy to get the new I perspective on it, Aww. and um, I'm sure you'll get to hear all of these songs in the next <laughs> very many
0: shows you have left. Well, to I see. hope so. There's two I got. There's two I, now. I have to go to additional concerts because I know there's at least two I I haven't heard yet. Yeah, you
1: cannot skip the rest of them, Dave. You got to keep attending yeah. um, the concerts.
0: <laughs> all right, I suppose I will. <laughs>
1: no Barry Manilow for you yet um <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun and uh um anyone listening were you at the concert was there anything that um that I missed did you <laughs> were able to can you tell out? them
0: what that that cryptic what that cryptic <laughs> hog uh note means yeah no, now no. I'm very curious yeah
1: me too <laughs> because they don't mention hogs in uh Amish Paradise right no, <laughs> jeez, I have no idea all right well, if I think of it I will add uh, uh, I'll add a note and uh, mention it on a future <laughs> centimeter episode uh if I do <laughs> figure it out um but hey I, I i think that is that is the end so thanks everyone for listening to yeah,
0: well, this to... was great thanks for filling us in on on uh on your adventures in arono, maine.
1: Yeah, instead of me just um, telling you all about the show, Dave, we just recorded our conversation and made an episode out of it. So <laughs> teamwork. Uh, yeah, this was great.
0: That was Dave Nathan's 2008 Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent. Bonus episode, Six Centimeters. Let me be your hog. Let me be your hug now. I said, react, 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 react.